just love the words of that, those hymns. And I kneel in prayer. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. He's not only holding my hand, he's listening to me. He, he, he already knows what I'm asking for before I even ask. But he would have us to bring our cares and our praises to him anyway. Amen. That's good. I, I like that. Thank you, Brother Josh, for leading us in song service. And good evening. How y'all doing? All right. Good to see y'all. We had a light turnout this morning. I figured people might be coming in here this evening, but you, uh, whatever the case, I hope they went and worshiped God somewhere today that didn't make it here. If you're visiting with us from another congregation, we're glad to see you. And I just want to start off, I, I, I always like the, the, for people to, to follow along and, and, and see the, the text as it's being uh, explained to you so that you can get a better understanding. So if you, if you don't have a Bible and you need a Bible, if you raise your hand, one of our brethren will get you a Bible. But you need to see these things. I, I, I think it's, it's better when we... We, you know, we are known for looking in the book. We, we want to be like the Bereans. We want to check to make sure that those things are so. And you get such a better understanding of the message when you're looking at it and you're looking at the text. Uh, even when you're not writing them down, you, you get a better understanding when you're following along. So, uh, again, if you need a Bible, we'll see that you get one. But I want to thank uh, Brother Matt for reading the, the text into your hearing. And if you would meet me in 1 Peter, chapter number 3, verses 14 and 15. When I, when I asked uh, Brother Eric to turn the fan on, my wife was looking like, no, don't, don't, don't have them turn these on back here. Well, but, but I, I, when my body gets, I have problems with sinus and when my body gets overheated, then it messes with my sinus. And I was hot down there when I was sat down there. You know, I knew when I get up here, it's going up 20 to 30 more degrees. So I, I had to get some air in here to, to circulate. So uh, I'm not trying to freeze you all out, but I'm trying to make it comfortable up here. Amen? All right. So in First Peter, chapter number 3, and beginning at uh, 14 and 50. I'm going to read it again for emphasis' sake. And the text reads, But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I often in, the, in our uh, foundation of faith class that we do here, which is the film strip series, when, when I start a new rotation or people uh, come down in there, I, I usually start that rotation off with this particular scripture. I, I, people... So many people come in there asking the first day, uh, how long is this going to take, you know? Like, and, and I say, well, do you have somewhere you have to be? You, you, uh, because 
some people, they, they got God on the stopwatch. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to study this thing, but I got places I got, got to go and people I got to see, and I want to know how long this is going to take. So uh, usually I don't tell them, don't give them any time period because it, it might scare some people. If, they, if they're not serious about studying God's word, then it would scare some people, okay? You tell them, well, we're going to be on this for five months. Oh, well, okay. Well, I would like to spend time with you, but, you know, and some people, they don't want to give God that. They'll give other things that time, but if, if they was going to get a raise on their job and the job say, well, we, I want you to take this course for five months, they say, you know, what time I have to be there, okay? So, but we'll do that. But when God wants to give you a raise in the profession, that you signed up for, we, we don't understand that we got to apply some time to it in order to get that raised to the next level in our walk with Christ. So I usually tell them, you know, when, when you obey the gospel, you, you don't really know uh, how to even talk to people or explain to people what you just obey. So this class is designed to help you to be able to, to tell people explain to them why you do what you do. So I say when you get to that point, then you, you'll be a, a further in your walk with Christ. So that's, that's the, I tell them that's the whole purpose, and, and that's what this verse uh, deals with right here. So Peter, having described the, the proper conduct of Christians in various relationships in, this, in the beginning of, this, of chapter 3 here, he, when he gets to this point, he now turns more specifically to the subject of suffering. Now, I, I know uh, unless we have some masochistic tendencies, we, we definitely don't like to hear that word, uh, suffering. Yeah. See, nobody wants to suffer, you know, in, in no kind of way. We, we got a hangnail, you know, then we, we, we want to call in and say, I, I won't be the service today because I got this hangnail and it's killing me, you know. But we just, we don't like to suffer. But, but the Bible has something to say about suffering, and, and it's to our benefit. And it's something that the, the scriptures say those that will live godly will suffer persecution. So if you plan on being in this race, you're going to suffer, that it comes with the territory. And, and, and Peter was writing to people who were suffering then as well as those who would be suffering in the future, us. He was writing to both groups. So, and, and, and when we look at this, I, I started with verses 14 and 15, but, but please don't miss what Peter writes in verses 12 and 13. In, in verse 12 and, and 13, it starts off, the, the, the whole, in fact, a few verses before that is very pertinent to the whole story here. But when you start at 12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. See, see this verse 12 and 13 which is full of protection and promise to us as readers. See, and, and, and you, you got you to gotta grasp that. He said, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Who are the righteous? Those that are in Christ. Not righteous in our own might, but those that are in Christ. He says, and his ears 
are open to their prayers to the righteous. He says, but his face is against those that do evil. Somewhat, for, uh, 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 this is somewhat of a partner scripture to uh, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, and, and what it says here. And then verse 13 says, and who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? See, he's talking about protection here. See, he's talking about protection like we don't know. We, 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 we never, we, see, ADT, the Sloman Shield, and what's the, what's the one your, your company got? Infinity Home? Yeah, Infinity Home and all those pale in the eyes of this right here. See, see because those protection systems will protect you somewhat in your house. But this is protection that follows you wherever you go. See, this, this, is not, this is not only visual protection, but it's audio protection too. His eyes is over you all the time, and his ears are open to your prayers. See, he, see with those protections I named, see, we got to wait for, even if we, we, we sound the alarm and, and, and say something wrong, we got to wait for somebody to come in. See, God just got to speak it into effect. You, you understand what I'm saying? See, the, that's the kind of protection that you, you want over you wherever you go. So, so I, I just didn't want you to miss that because you got a lot of people walking around here discouraged and scared. And when, when you look at what he says right here, this should take the fear out of your life because you, you got protection that you can't buy from anybody else. And, but see, with all this protection there, there will still be times when Satan will make every effort he can to harm those who try to follow God. Just remember Job and, and what Job went through. The, I mean, that's a sad story when you, when you see what all Job went through, but, but by Job sticking to following God, he was blessed in the end. But nobody wants to really go through what Job went through. So, so if we have all this protection and Satan is still crazy enough to try to do something to, to us, how do, we, how do we deal with that? What do we do in order to, to deal with the persecution that we will be coming under? I, I want to deal with the subject, suffering for Christ. Suffering for Christ. Now, I, I just have three particular verses here, and, and then the message is yours. See, Scripture tells us, first of all, that you are blessed if you suffer for Christ. In verse 14, now, now, if Scripture says it, we, we, can't, we can't refute that. If it says, you might not like it, but it says in verse 14, he says, but, but and if you suffer for righteousness' sake. Don't miss that, man. He's, he's not talking about if you're suffering for doing something that you caused. He said, if you suffer for righteousness' sake, he said, happy are you? See, this kind of reinforces what Christ taught us in Matthew 
chapter number 5 and around verse 10 to, to 12. This is what Jesus taught in Matthew. He said, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake. He says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those that suffer for righteousness sake, they already got a home in heaven. He says, blessed are you. Verse 11 says, blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. So, so he said, when you suffer for righteousness sake or you suffer for his sake, he said, blessed are you. And he said, when, when, you, when this is happening to you, verse 12 says, rejoice and be not just glad. He said, Re rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Exceedingly glad. He said, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Now, in this passage, there's two reasons are given for your blessedness. Number one, he said, as, as, as I read in verse 10, he said, blessed are you which are persecuted for righteousness sake. He said, you've already got a lock on the kingdom of heaven. Just, just hang in there. He said, blessed are you also when people shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you. He says, for my sake, he said, rejoice in that. So one day, he says, your reward is going to be great in heaven. And the other thing he said is, they did the same things to the prophets that were before you. See, don't, don't miss the fact that he just put you in the company of some great people. He said, the same thing that's happening to you happened to some prominent people before you. And, and I was sitting listening to this, and, and, and I was saying that, that would be like if, if I was out there playing ball with, 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 with y'all, y'all younger guys, and, and, and we, we not, not, not be ball, you know, we playing football, okay? We playing football, and, and, and I'm, I'm back there, I'm cornerback, okay? And I'm, I'm, I'm just watching the field. And, and after a while, you say, you know, Matt might say, man, you know, Greg, you kind of carried that thing well. You know, I, I think you could have been on, on that 2000 team of, of, of the Ravens. You, when they were number one defense, he said, your, your stuff kind of looked like a, a, a Ray Lewis in them, you know. So, so I'm, I'm saying, if, if you could say that about me being, I ain't never played on the field. But, but if you can compare me to those who in the Hall of Fame, then I think that's pretty good company to be in. And, and, and he said, that if you suffer for my sake, he said, I'm putting you in the category of those, those prophets that came before you. See, see we ought to, that ought to make us say, okay, well, let me do a little bit more of this, okay, since, since you put me in that category with them. See, we, we can't miss that fact that, and not only does he say that then, but look what he says about suffering in 1 Peter 4 and 14. He says it in a little more definite way in there. In 1 Peter 
4.14, he says, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. See, he's saying, he says, if you be reproached, people talking about you, people, oh, here he come again, uh, uh, preacher man. You know, they always got something bad to say about you because it says, and it says, for the spirit of glory resteth upon you. It, it's something about you. They see Christ in you. And they, when, when they revile in you, they're not re, they, or saying bad things about you. They're not talking about you. They're talking about Christ because they see Christ in you. See, he says on his part, on Christ's part, that he's evil spoken of. He says, but on your part, because they see Christ's likeness in you, he is glorified. So we need to keep on. See, it, it's a shame when you hang around the world and they ain't never got nothing bad to say about you. Okay, because, see, you're in the same company. They, they say, well, you're the same as me, so I, I don't have to revile you because we, we're going the same way. So, and, and, and I said that before, you know, every once in a while we need to have a head-on collision with, with Satan, okay? If we're going this way and, and, and every once in a while we keep running into Satan, that's a good thing. That, that lets us know that we're not going the same way. Okay, if, if, if you never have a head-on collision with Satan, that might be because he's walking beside you and y'all going the same direction all the time. So, 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 you, so you, every once in a while, you need to have one of those persecution moments where you keep running into Satan. And, and then secondly, in our text, he says, going back to our text here, in, in verse 14, where he says, but if you suffer for righteousness sake, happy are ye. And then in 15, he says this. I'm going to get back to the second part of 14 in a minute. He says, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Now this, to sanctify the Lord God in your heart means to make, now put on your seatbelts here, okay? You might not like this. He said, to sanctify the Lord God in your heart means to make Jesus the Lord and ruler of your life. Okay, I ain't no amens on that. You know, got, got quiet. We make him Lord and ruler of our lives. That means we don't get to make the demands. He tells us when, when we obey the gospel, the, the, the scriptures tell us, he said, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will, what? Direct your steps. Okay. He tells you to get out the director's chair. I'm directing me. Okay. And see, not, not all of us want to do that. We don't want to give, we don't want to get out. We, we, we've been captain of this ship. We want to call the shots. We want to direct our own path. And he said, no. If, he said, look. Who you think can do this better? I'm sitting up here. I'm sitting high and looking low. And I'm looking at your life. I'm looking at the beginning of your life and the end of it at the same time. I can see all those nuances in between that you got. In fact, right here in this period of your life, 
See, you think you got that, but you only got until here. And, and I'm looking at this, but you're not even going to make it past here if you don't deal with some, if I don't strengthen you with some things, some trials right here to get you past this. Because right now you failing that kindergarten test, and this is third grade right here. And, and you're not even going to be able to handle this if I don't turn the dial up a little bit to, to temper you, to get you to be able to handle this stuff. But see, we, we think we can call the shots. We, we, and and, and I, I often heard it say, see, and now looking at our life is it's just like looking at the parade. We out there looking at the parade, and the only thing we can see is the, what's going past us at the moment. We can't see what's, what's coming down the road, and we can't see those that's already gone. But God is up there looking at all of this at the same time. But he tells you, you got to get out the directors here because i got to do the directing there. And, and that's for our benefits because we don't know what's going to happen. So he says, i got to be the ruler over your life now. Ruler not only over your own desires, but also the desires of others. See, sometimes it's other people in our lives that want us to do certain things, and God say, no, that's not what you need to be doing. Whether, it's, whether it, that's what she wants you to be doing, what he wants you to do, what the kids want you to do, or you, other people sometimes, have, and then some, some people have some bad intentions for us, and God say, no, that's not even going to happen. Don't even worry about that. See, I, I, I remember the scripture said that, that, that Satan, the Lord said to Peter, he said, uh, Peter, Satan has desire to sift you as wheat. He said, but I prayed for you. And see, <laughs> now, now you want somebody praying for you. That's the one you want praying for you. Because I, I think in the scripture, he, he said one time to his father right before he raised Lazarus, he said, Lord, he said, I'm just praying so that they can hear me because I know you always do what, what I ask for. You, you always, like, you always hear me, you know, because I always do what, what, you, what you ask me to do. So you want him to pray. But when he said, I'm praying for you, uh, Peter, that, that, you, that you come back when you convert it. So that's who you want to pray for. But he said, I got to take over your desires as well as others. So, so how does he do this? How, how does this happen? Well, in, in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16, how do we sanctify the Lord God? This is what I'm talking about. How do we, see, in this word sanctify means to, see, to hallow. It also means to make holy. It's, it has a two-part meaning, to make holy and to hallow. See, you can't make the Lord no more holier than what he is, okay? So it, in this case, it means the second part, to hallow, okay? I got to hallow him and give him the, the, the greatness that he deserves, okay? So it says we got to sanctify the Lord God in our hearts. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, 
singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. See, he says, we got to let this word of God dwell in us. This is how we hallow. And when we say heart, we know we ain't talking about this muscle down here. We're talking about here in our thinking, in our mind, this, the control center that everything runs off. He's saying, I got to put God's word in, in here and let that be the dominating force that motivates me to do things. I, I think it was David said, thy word have I hid in my heart so that I won't sin against you. See, so that's what we have to do. We have to have his word in here. Then, and the more his word is in it, it says, let his word, the, the word of Christ dwell in us richly. That's plentiful. He says, in all wisdom. See, when, it, when it's in there, we, we got wisdom. Our Thursday class, we, we studying the book of Proverbs, and, and I never knew how important wisdom is in this thing called life. You, you can try to operate in life if you want to without that, and I don't care how, how blessed you think you are, how uh, fortunate, how prosperous you think you are without it is not going to last long without wisdom in your corner. The, the scriptures tell us to get it, get, you know, get it as much as you can and along with all you're getting, get understanding along with it. But he said, when we let this word dwell in us richly, then this word teaches, is teaching and admonishing one another. See, because if you got a problem, Sister Iris, I can't help you or, 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 or try to send you to where you can get help in the book unless I know. So I got to get the word in me so I can be a help to some. Not, not, first of all, I got to be a help to me, first of all. I got to deal with my issues, but along with dealing with my issues, I can, we teach and admonish one another. One minute we're teaching them, next minute we're admonish or warning them, saying, now you know you ain't got no minutes down here. You know, you, 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 you praying for the, to be the leader in your home and, you know, do you, do you think somebody's going to follow you if you're not following Christ? So, so we, you know, we, we do that. We do, we do that. So he said, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, that's reading the Bible, in hymns. Uh, I, I told you that those, those hymns that we sing are powerful, powerful, the words in there. Sometimes we, 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 we have people who are unchurched uh, around us, and, and we might say, teach them in songs. Teach them a song. As we sing the song, you never know what, in, what uh, uh, lyrics in a song would touch somebody to make them want to obey the gospel just from hearing God's word in a song. But it says, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. See, <clears throat> this, this gives us confidence right here. When, we, when we, we're doing this, this kind of a thing gives us confidence see and also this is the key to facing persecution without fear or without being troubled that's going back to our verse 14 it says but and if you suffer for righteousness sake happy are you the second part say and be not afraid of their terror neither be troubled see 
he's saying that you're going to have those persecutors that's come. And it said, don't, don't, don't be afraid of uh, their threats and what they say they're going to do to you. Don't, don't even worry about it. See, when you have God's word in you, and that's, that's giving you the strength to, to be able to hang in there and, and know that nothing that they promised to do to me uh, can get past God. Okay, you can make all the empty threats you want to. In fact, in fact, because unless we sanctify the Lord in our hearts, if we don't have his word in here, we will always be afraid of what man might do or the trouble or, or what he might trouble us with when he threatens us to do something. Like, you know, you, you know back in the day, we, we used to get scared. Some of y'all might have, when, when, I'm telling uh, uh, Brother Lee, yeah, me and three o'clock, you know, three o'clock on the, on the playground, you know. Y'all older folks, y'all know, y'all know nothing about that. The, now they pull out a nine or something, you know. Or something, yeah. But, but, but uh, back in the day, all we, all we did was, yeah, three o'clock. See you out there, you know. So, and, 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 and if he couldn't fight, you know, he worried, you know. He, he, he in there cleaning blackboards afterwards, you know, trying not to go out there, you know. But, but see, but when we got the Lord on our side, see, we, we don't worry about what man can do, do to us. See, in fact, in Hebrews 13 and 5 tells us that. Hebrews 13 and verse number 5 and 6 says, let your conversation or lifestyle be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. See, see before I get in that last part, he says, let your conversation, your lifestyle be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. See, we just need to learn that sometimes because we are so blessed in this nation that we live in with abundance and so many things. And, and he says, stop being covetous. You know, we, we always, we see stuff that other people got and right away we want it too, okay? We don't even need it. We blessed already. But because I like, uh, I like the way your living room look, you know, and, you know, Where'd you get that from? Okay. And th th now we're going to, to, to get that. We can get the living room set like that. because And, and got one that is not even a year or two old. And now we want that one because we've seen that. See, I, I heard something once before say, uh, whenever I do this, I don't write stuff down. I get to this point. <laughs> See, see, as far as, 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 as liking what we have, he say, here it is. May you have, it, have everything you want and want everything you have. That's, that's it. That, that's it, you know. See, a see, lot, lot of times we want to have everything, but then we don't even like what we have. We, people, people have got degrees on the wall and they spent years getting that and after they finished getting it they don't even like the field that they in they don't even like the district they just spent eight years whatever getting to this point and now I, you know i don't even like this work 
I only pick that because of the income, kind of income they say you can make in there. But now I don't even want to go to job. I, I don't even want to go to the job. Uh, or I, I just don't even like that field altogether. It's not even, it's not going anywhere. It, it's just about the money. So, so he says, whatever you ask for, whatever you get, when you get it, you know, like what you got. Be, be appreciative of what you got because God not going to keep on giving you stuff to be disappointed about or not ungrateful about. So he said, let your conversation, lifestyle, be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that, here it is, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. See, when you, when you, when you sanctify the Lord God in here and, and, and you internalize these scriptures with promise in here that, that God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And he said, and you don't even have to worry about what, what, what man might do to you. He said, don't fear a man who can just kill the body. Fear, fear him who can kill body and soul in hell. Yeah. See, you, when you got that kind of reverence for God, see, any, any, any fear beneath that pales in the eyes of that. That's the ultimate fear, that all, I can live all my life and still go to hell. Okay, see, somebody else might be able to wound you or, or even kill you. If you live right, then if you die right, you can get up right, okay? But if you don't live right, you got to answer to God. You got you to go on the carpet with him. So, so when we sanctify the Lord God in our hearts through allowing his word to dwell in us richly, then we won't be afraid of what man might do to us because we know the Lord will never leave us. He, he is our helper. And see, all of this, I'm just going over what we've already talked about. All of this gives us confidence for the third point. Third point of our text says in verse 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. See, I want you to notice what Peter didn't say. Peter didn't say, he, he was not saying that we, we need to be ready to answer every religious question that a person asks us. He did not say that, okay? See, because some of us think that that's what, some people have twisted this verse to make it, say that okay he's not telling us to be ready to answer every question that somebody asks that's not what it said he said be ready to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you he's asking he's telling you to be ready to tell people he's see and 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 I'll say this while we should certainly work to be able to explain why we do what we do in matters of religion, that's not the main point that Peter's making here. Peter, instead, Peter is saying to always be ready to give a reason why you have the hope you do. See, some people can't. You ask them, why are you a Christian? Oh, well, 
my mother said that I, I had to do this, if, if, you know, either that or she was going to send me to this place or that place, send me down the country or whatever, you know. And so other people said, well, me and her were staying together. She said, if, I, if I'm going to stay here, then I'm going to have to get baptized. And, you know, and all, all these crazy things, you know. It, it's all, it's, it, it's, 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 and, and then, then people get, look, and the crazy thing about it, they'll get baptized and won't even get married, you know, and still, how crazy is that? So, so, but, see, people can't even explain why they do what they do. See, Peter is also saying to explain, he said, what is the basis of your hope? What, what, is, your, your, what is your strong desire? What is your expectation now that you're a Christian? See, this supposes that our desire and confidence for the future is, see, when you're a Christian and when, Somebody asks you, what's the reason of your hope? It, 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 that's predicated on them seeing something strong in you that's, that lets you know that I, I have a strong confidence for the future, and it shows in my lifestyle. See, I'm not walking around miserable and, and uh, uh, you know, depressed, you know, all the time, because I, I say, look, if, if, if it's time to go away from here, you, what did Paul say? Paul said, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain, okay? See, now, now we could even say, oh, that sounds nice on paper, but I, I'm not there yet, you know? So, but, I mean, is, is that how you look at it? Do, are you still guessing whether I'm going to make it to heaven? Oh, I hope so, and I hope he don't come in the next 20 years because I'm still, I'm still a work in progress and, you know, all this kind of stuff. See, you, you got to have, see, if you don't have that confidence, a lot of times you're not going to be able to sell that to other people. Because they, they'll be able to see that in your lifestyle. You, 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 you'll show that. See, but we should have this stronghold. Even in the midst of persecution, we are demonstrating joy over our hope that we have. In the midst of persecution, we ought to be. They ought to be able to see that. See, Jesus said, let, "Let let me let me let me say." Jesus, in the midst of him going to the cross, he said he despised the shame of the cross, but he did it for the hope that was set before him. Amen. See, in First Peter, and I, I'm, I'm nearing my end. In First Peter one and six. 1 Peter 1 and 6, and it says, and we read 6 through 9, 1 Peter 1 and 6 says, Wherein you greatly rejoice, greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptation. He said, look, you're going through some stuff right now. You're in manifold temptation. He said, but you're greatly rejoicing. He said, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold, than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. He's saying, see, to increase your faith, 
It has to be tried. Faith that's not tried is not faith at all. See, the same way that you have to heat gold up to get the impurities off of it, God has to put us in some trials to, so, and, if, and to burn off all that dross. You know, all that, that stuff, that, that fake stuff, okay? See, after we go through those trials, then it says that at the end of those trials, we should have something that, that honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. It says, verse 8 says, Whom having not seen you love, in whom, though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of grace. I mean, excuse me, full of glory. Here it is. And if you can, if you can do verse uh, 6 through 8, he, here's the end. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. That's our hope. That's the hope that we're hoping for. We got to do some things in between that. And lastly, he closes it out in, in 15 of, of our text. He says, after giving this, this answer to every man that asks you, he said, you got to do it in the right spirit. He said, this must also be done with a proper spirit, in the spirit of meekness. Meekness, this pertains to the attitude towards men. We should be humble and not arrogant when we're talking to people. That's, that, that meekness is power under control. And he said, in the spirit of fear. This pertains to our attitude towards God. It must be a reverent fear, something that's not disrespectful in it. Again, I told you, when you have in your heart, when you sanctified God, you've hallowed him, you've set him as on the throne of your life, when you have him and you have all, all these other things come with it. He said, once you have me in that, in that place, see, I, I, I told you, don't worry about man. He says, when you, when you fall in me, don't worry about those who try to persecute you when you're doing wrong. I, I was looking when I was reading that. He, he said, when you, when, you, when you walk in after me, those that's, that will try to do something to you, he said, don't, don't even fret them, Okay. I, I know Mr. T was the one that used to say, I pity the fool. That, that, that God, God is saying, I pity the fool to try to mess with you when you're trying to follow me. See, this letter with, from Peter has more to say about the subject of how to deal with persecution. But in this text, we looked at today, we found three good ways to prepare ourselves. By applying these principles to our life, we will be more useful to the Lord and ready for whatever may come our way. So I pray that you go back and look at them verses when you have a chance and see the promises God has given us in there. I, 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 like I said, you, you just can't overlook uh, the first verses that they had that wasn't in the immediate text, but in 12 and 13. When you got that kind of protection over you, it just... It, it just makes you feel and, and, and uh, different about yourself. That's, that's like the, the, the playground bully used to always mess with you. And, and then, Matt, come here for a minute. See, 
that, that playground bully used to mess with me all the time. And then one day I showed up with my big brother with me, you know, and, 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 and then I walked past him. Let's walk down. I looked at him. I said, yeah, 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 right, yeah. You know, see, see, when you got, thank you, when you got, when you got, you got that kind of protection with you, you don't worry about Satan. See, see, by yourself, be worried about Satan, okay? But when you got God with you, that's your big brother. You know, you, you ain't got to worry about that. Amen. I'm, I'm done. If you hear and you haven't obeyed the gospel, it starts by hearing God's word, believing his word, making up your mind you're going to repent, change your, your mind and your actions, confess the sweetest name on mortal tongue, and be baptized for the remission of your sin. That just puts you in the race. You start now. So you're in the right place to make all your work count for something. Then he says, be faithful until death, I'll give you a crown of life. See, maybe you might be here and you're already in the body and you just need prayer about something. Then, you know, that's what we're here for. The, the, the righteous prayers, the, the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So may, may we understand and sing to him of an invitation. If you have a prayer request, we pray that you make it during that time. Wash.